Hello and welcome to episode 381 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. It is my pleasure to be with you this morning. My name is Terrence M. Stanton. We are recording on Wednesday, December 14th, 2022, in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ, continuing to check out some of the writings and talks from the wonderful Brazilian theologian and apologist for the faith, also a Fatima expert, Professor Plinio Correa de Oliveira, may he rest in peace. This is from something called Saint of the Day, which was published on October 13th, 1971. It's entitled Saints Francisco and Jacinta of Fatima, a masterpiece of Our Lady. The actions performed by Our Lady on the Little Shepherds of Fatima, which are a foreshadowing of those that the Mother of God will operate on humanity, thus fulfilling her prophecies made in Cova de Uria in 1917. There is a form for us to comment here. The last apparition of Our Lady at Fatima by Father DeMarchi in the book, She Was a Lady Brighter Than the Sun. The true spiritual director of the children was essentially Our Lady. I'm talking about the children Francisco, Jacinta, and Lucia. The kind lady of Cova de Uria took it upon herself to carry out this masterpiece. And as it couldn't be otherwise, she carried it out with complete success. From her prodigious hands came three angels covered in flesh, but at the same time, three true heroes. The raw material had an admirable plasticity and about the artist, capital A, what more to say? In his school, the three mountain rangers soon took giant steps towards perfection. In it, the words of a great devotee of Mary, St. Louis Maria Grignon de Montfort, were verified to the letter. In the school of the Virgin, the soul progresses more in a week than in a year outside of it. The pedagogy of the Mother of God does not suffer confrontations. In two years, the Blessed Virgin managed to raise the two little brothers, Francisco and Jacinta, to the highest peaks of Christian holiness. The portrait that Lucia's holding hand draws for us of Jacinta is revealing. Jacinta had a serious, modest, and kind demeanor, which seemed to translate the presence of God in all her actions, typical of people already advanced in age and great virtue. I never saw in him that excessive levity and enthusiasm typical of children for decorations and games. It should be I never saw in her. This after the apparitions. I can't say that the other children ran to her like they did to me, and this perhaps because the seriousness of her bearing was too superior to her age. If in her presence a child or even an adult said something or did any inappropriate action, she scolded them, saying, Don't do that. You offend our Lord God, and he is already so offended. Francisco was attracted by the life of an aesthetic and contemplative, therefore a hermit's vocation. Often he disappeared from the sight of the two girls, keeping to secluded places and thinking, what were you doing for so long? Lucia asked him, I was thinking about God who is so sad because of the many sins. If I could comfort him, Jesus is so sad and I want to comfort him with prayer and penance. On another occasion, I said, I love God very much, but he is so sad because of so many sins. We must not do even the smallest sin. Should be on another occasion, he said. Again, excuse the uh, problems in the translation. 
One day when Lucia gave in to the urgings of her friends to take part in age-appropriate amusements, Francisco took her aside and said very seriously, So, you're going back to those games after Our Lady has appeared to you. So, Francisco, Lucia replied, they asked so much of me. But the logical and severe Francisco retorted, Everyone knows that Our Lady appeared to you, so they shouldn't be surprised that you no longer want to play, you don't want to dance. Bailar, as you know, is that Portuguese dance that is played with the hands. They are those peasant ballet figures. Children took advantage of school entrances and exits to visit our Lord. It's the three children, spending long hours near the tabernacle. Jacinta and Francisco especially, who had the promise of the Virgin to come and fetch them to heaven soon, and who, therefore, thought they were exempt from the lessons, retire more often to the church to speak alone with Jesus Escondido. Escondido is the name with which they called the Holy Eucharist. Jacinta said to Lucia, Have you made many sacrifices today? I made many. I also prayed many ejaculations. I love our Lord and our Lady so much that I never get tired of saying that I love them. When I tell them many times, it seems that I have a fire in my chest, but it doesn't burn me. Other times, Lucia. Look, Lucia, our Lady came to see us these days, and she came to say that she was coming to fetch Francisco for heaven very soon. And to me, she asked me if I still wanted to convert more sinners. She told him yes. She then told me that she wants me to go to two hospitals, but it is not to be cured. It is to suffer more for the love of God, for the conversion of sinners, in reparation for the offenses committed against the Immaculate Heart of Mary. She told me that you wouldn't go, that my mother would take me there, and then I'd be alone. Sometimes later, Francis, Francisco to Lucia, I'm very bad. I don't have much left to go to heaven. Lucia, so check it out. Don't forget to ask a lot there for sinners, for the Holy Father, for me, and for Jacinta. Francisco, yes, I ask, but ask Jacinta to do these things first, because I'm afraid I'll forget when I see our Lord, and then before that, I want to console him. These cards have a remarkable grace, because they show us a lot of big and small aspects of Our Lady's work with these three children. But we must first of all consider the symbolic value of Our Lady's work in children. Those who imagine that this work is just a work about three children are mistaken. It is a work that gently transformed these children from one moment to another, from the simple fact of the repeated apparitions of Our Lady. So with one of these children, even Our Lady said she was upset. And this child was Francisco, who did not see Our Lady because of that, and that therefore he may be considered a convert. And all three have changed remarkably as a result of the revelations. We have here something similar to the secret of Mary. I mean, one of those profound actions of grace in the soul, actions that develop without the person realizing it. The person will feel more and more free, more and more free to do good, and the defects that hinder him and that imprison him in evil will dissolve. The person grows in love for God, grows in the will to dedicate himself, grows in opposition to sin, but all this happens wonderfully within the soul in such a way that the soul does not fight the great and methodical battles of the admirable ascension to heaven, to virtue, to holiness, of those who fight according to the classical system of spiritual life, but Our Lady changes them from one moment to another. And if Our Lady's work at Fatima, especially with those two children called to heaven, was such a work, we can well ask ourselves if this does not have a symbolic value 
and does not indicate what Our Lady's action will be on all of humanity when she fulfills the promises she made at Fatima. If it is not listed to foresee the fulfillment of the promises of Fatima, carried out in the manner of what was carried out with Jacinta and Francisco, more notably, of which our record considers here. And therefore, if we must not see there a beginning, one of many beginnings, because enormous things have many beginnings, a beginning of the kingdom of Mary, as being the triumph of the Immaculate Heart over two souls who were heralds of the great revelation of Our Lady, and who later helped in heaven by their sacrifices on earth. Their prayers on earth and then the prayers of heaven help souls enormously to accept the message of Fatima and still do. I mean, we must see in this transformation, I think at least in a very probable way, we must see a symbol of what will happen in the future. We must see a symbol of these profound transformations that will mark, probably in the recess of the most dramatic events of Bagar, will mark the kingdom of Mary. This first observation seems to me to lead directly to the following. If this is so, then Francisco and Jacinta are the natural intercessors to ask, to obtain from Our Lady to begin the kingdom of Mary in us right away through this mysterious transformation, which is the secret of Mary. And so we must instantly ask both the girl and him to start transforming us, to start giving us the gifts they have been given, And may they, by their prayer on earth, especially watch over those who have the mission of preaching the message of Fatima, as happened to us. In this regard, I believe it would be very important to say a word about the relationship between the message of Fatima and tradition, family, and property. It has been said a thousand times here among us that our spiritual life grows to the extent that we take seriously the interpenetration or the fact that the present world is in a pitiful decay and approaches its total ruin, that this ruin represents the application of the punishments foreseen by Our Lady at Fatima. We can say, prophesied by Our Lady at Fatima, and that consequently, the more we place ourselves in this perspective, the more our spiritual life is heated, and that on the contrary, the more we move away from this perspective, the more our spiritual life decays. And therefore, they are in some way the cause of our hope. While Our Lady, who is the causa nostri laetitiae, cause of our joy, cause of our hope, spoke through them and announced what was to come. This is all the more reason for us to have a marked devotion towards them. It is also interesting to note the effect of the secret of Mary on these children. I mean, they changed. He is well. But what were the external symptoms of this change? What were the external manifestations of this change? You see that what is pointed out here are three things. Great seriousness, a spirit of prayer, and a spirit of sacrifice. On top of all this, if you like, a very strong conviction of their mission and the desire to live for that mission. Hence, these three consequences. Spirit of seriousness. You saw Jacinta scold Lucia because Lucia wasn't serious enough because she agreed to dance with the children. I mean, do that little Portuguese dance with children. The reason Jacinta gave for scolding Lucia was this. You who saw Our Lady appear should not participate in these games. Lucia said, but after all, they asked for so much. He says to Jacinta, but since they know that Our Lady appeared to you, they shouldn't ask you. As if to say, they will understand your refusal, or at least they have all the data to understand your refusal. If they don't understand, it's their fault. 
but you should have refused. You are seeing the idea that to please Our Lady, you have to be very serious, that one cannot please Our Lady without being very serious. And of Francisco, the record says that he was logical, that he reasoned very firmly on the question of duties. The record even uses a word that could be, today it is often used in a pejorative sense, that he was severe. That means he had complete logic. And that from his mission, he deduced that it was necessary to be that way. It was necessary to be serious. That it was necessary not to say what was not convenient. That it was necessary to act properly. And for this reason, he never missed an opportunity to set an example and to act logically. Even more, this seriousness, as you see, and the insignificant conditions of children, led them to combativeness. You can see that Jacinta didn't see a person say or do something that wasn't right, that she didn't scold, this isn't right here, and didn't give the religious reason. God must not be offended. He is already so offended in our time. Do you still want to offend him more? Do you want to add something to this mountain of sins that are committed? So you see how seriousness and logic are the fruit of the secret of Mary. And if we want to respond to Our Lady's graces, we must act in a way that is serious and logical. And when we see serious and logical people in the TFP, we try to admire these people, get close to them, talk to them, let ourselves be penetrated by their spirit instead of, on the contrary, touching things that joke or the patio of vanity. In other words, if Francisco and Jacinta were among us, if Francisco gave us the lofty honor of being a member of the TFP, his conduct would be to fight the patio of vanities, fight everything that is fatuous, everything that is foolish, everything when it's megalus, and having absolute seriousness, complete seriousness. You see, on the other hand, the spirit of sacrifice. The two children received the news from Our Lady that they must die. And for Francisco, the news could scare him somehow because it was said that he was going to die soon. You know very well that death is a punishment imposed on man and that the proximity of death is generally frightening. When the person does not have a special grace before the proximity of death, he is terrified. Francisco saw death approaching. Happy, he was going to make the sacrifice that Our Lady had asked for. He was not longing for any good gifts of the earth. He wanted to go to heaven and he wanted to leave this earth by the immolation of his life for the victory of the Catholic cause. Our Lady asked something of Jacinta that, in a way, was less frightening, but on the other hand, more. She asked her to live longer, a little longer. It was the specter placed a little further away. But on the other hand, I told her that she would live to suffer more. Who is not afraid of a life of suffering? Even more. He explained to her one of the sufferings that terrifies children the most, being sick and being away from their parents. We were all her age. You can remember well any little sore throat, any cold away from your parents, what insecurity caused and how it scared you. I simply couldn't conceive of being away from mama because the figure of mama and the idea of healing were for me correlates. If she withdrew, I had an idea that I would sink down the slope of the disease to death. And I didn't want to die. In no way did he want to die. Every time I got sick, I was scared to death. The child naturally does not measure well the severity of the illness he has. And if his throat is very tight, he thinks he's going to suffocate. At least I, providence since childhood. So for the child, it is a very hard thing. Our Lady said, you will be taken to Lisbon and your mother will leave you. It means you will die. You will get sick without the assistance of your family. 
And maybe even I think, I don't remember exactly, that she died alone. I believe she died without maternal help. Some are nodding in the affirmative. I mean, she actually died without maternal help. She accepted too. I think it's the heaviest sacrifice you can ask of a child. You see how Mary's secret led her to this sacrifice. Then, spirit of prayer. You can see how they prayed continuously. And what were they praying for? They prayed for the Catholic cause. Because God, not to be offended, God to be glorified, is the very essence of the Catholic cause. Ultimately, everything consists of this, that God be glorified, that God not be offended. And this they kept in mind continually and prayed a lot. But what was the source that was continually giving them this food? It was the belief in their own mission, the belief that the word of Our Lady would be fulfilled over them, that Our Lady, that San Francisco, that Francisco did not see, but whose voice he heard. Jacinta saw, and that Francisco no doubt later contemplated face to face. And I believe that whoever asks Our Lady of Fatima to help us to be faithful to this vocation, to help us with their intercession, will make a particularly grateful prayer to Our Lady. And with this, she, more especially, will be able to receive fidelity to her vocation, even before receiving the secret of Mary. In other words, she will be able to have enormous graces to be faithful to her vocation, even in difficult circumstances, even in very difficult circumstances, thanks precisely to the secret of Mary. So there you see the relationships. But you also see that what our vocation needs is the three virtues, or if you like, the four virtues that they practice, the basic virtue, believing our vocation as they did in theirs, consequence, seriousness, spirit of prayer, spirit of sacrifice. With this, the TFP militant is made and the TFP partner is made. You understand well through all this how, therefore, it is useful, it is opportune for us to ask for them. Is it only for us that we should ask? From heaven, they contemplate our Lord and our Lady, more and more offended. We must ask them to pray in heaven for this torrent of offenses to stop, so that in one way or another, our Lady can finally convert men. That is to say, we can say to our Lady through them, your kingdom come, but come, Lady, and let your kingdom come urgently to us. We ask you instantly, with vehement urgency, with a most instant instance, we implore you that your kingdom come down to us. May you intervene, lady, in all events. May you intervene in the plans made by your adversaries. May you finally reduce completely to zero all the evil and sinful designs that they have, and may you establish your kingdom on earth. That is what we must ask of them most earnestly today, through them to our lady, and it is what we must ask in the rosary that we must pray in a little while. So ends the article. Um, another great talk. I feel very blessed to be hearing what the members of Tradition, Family, and Property were hearing from the professor when he was giving these talks over 50 years ago. He's obviously has a deep and abiding love for Our Lady and Our Lord and a love of spreading the gospel through the message of Our Lady of Fatima. Let us conclude once more, my friends, by mentioning Helping Autism Through Learning and Outreach located at halo-soma.org, as well as episode 277 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. I interviewed my sister and my niece 
who has non-speaking autism, and we talk about RPM, or Rapid Prompting Method, which is a system for communication for non-speakers. You might have heard other people talk about typing to talk or spelling to communicate, something like that. It's all basically the same thing. It's a way of using a letter board or a keypad for our non-speaking friends and family members to communicate. And this has been a true life changer in the lives of thousands. We hope and pray it will be a life changer in the lives of thousands more, just as the deaf were able to communicate using sign language. So now non-speakers are communicating with RPM. So please check out episode 277. Check out the website, halo-soma.org and share those resources far and wide because communication is a human right. The Prayer of St. Louis de Montfort. Hail Joseph the just, wisdom is with you. Blessed are you among all men and blessed is Jesus, the fruit of Mary, your faithful spouse. Holy Joseph, worthy foster father of Jesus Christ, pray for us sinners and obtain divine wisdom for us from God now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Prayer for healing. Almighty and eternal God, healer of those who trust in you, through the intercession of St. Raphael Archangel, hear my prayer for non-speakers and their families. In your tender mercy, restore them to spiritual and bodily health that they may give you thanks, praise your name, and proclaim your wondrous love to all. I ask this through Christ your Son, our Lord. Amen. O most holy Trinity, I adore thee. My God, my God, I love thee in the most blessed sacrament. The three Hail Marys in honor of Our Lady of Fatima's Immaculate Purity. Ave Maria. Gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et honor mortis nostri, Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et honor mortis nostri, Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et honor mortis nostri, Amen. And a Gloria Patri for a special intention. Gloria Patri et Filio et Spiritui Sancto, sicuterat in principio et nunc et semper et in secula seculorum. Amen. Virgo potens, ora pro nobis, Sancti Osef, terra daimonem, ora pro nobis, Sancta Raphael Archangeli, ora pro nobis, in nomine Patris, et Fili, Spiritus Sancti, Amen. Thank you very kindly, my friends, for listening to episode 381 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. In your charity, please share Our Lady's podcast with everyone you know. Our Twitter handle is at Fatima Podcast. All the shows are there, as well as on CastBox, Spotify, Podbean, Apple, basically anywhere you listen to your programs. And most importantly, please pray for the eternal salvation of all of our Catholic bishops. They need your prayers and your sacrifices. Goodbye, and God love you.